Hey guys, welcome to the Beyond the Track podcast, your new favourite motorsport podcast, where we discuss everything from Formula One to the Porsche Carrera Cup and everything in between. And your co-hosts are me, Shanna and Savannah. We just love motorsport and found out that we ended up talking about it to each other so often that we might as well make something out of it. And that's how this podcast has started. So um, I think we should probably just get into maybe how it came about and maybe who we are. How does that sound? I'm so down. I mean, how it came about, I think you just summarised it pretty well. Uh, we enjoyed hearing ourselves talk about motorsport and thought, why not inflict this on everyone else around us? Mm-hmm. So that's sort of how this started. Uh, as for who I am, a little introduction to myself. Um, been dancing since I was sort of two or three or four years old. I can't really remember. Um, and the rest of my life is kind of taken up. I, I'm doing a master's in corporate social responsibility and then the rest, yeah, that and, uh, cars and bikes and more cars and more bikes. Um, but yeah, that's sort of a general summary of me. Who are you? Oh, who am I? Um, I, like I said, I'm Chanel. Who are you? Um, who am I without motorsport? Okay. You know what? Oh, actually, well, I'm, you may know me from, uh, TikTok. My TikTok is for Shanna. So, you know, a uh, little bit of a uh, clout chase there. You know, cheeky plug there. Go, yeah, cheeky plug. If you want to go follow me there, you can. Uh, but I make a lot of motorsport content. But before that, I can say I was a tennis player. So I played tennis all my life and I tried to compete and I tried to go as far as I could. But you know, we all know, like, that's a pipe dream. So that never happened. But I became a tennis coach instead. <laughs> and I thought that was going to be what I did for the rest of my life. And now I'm doing this. So, you know, life is life. Um, I've been doing a lot of interesting life things. Now, I know I was like, oh, we shouldn't bring motorsport into who our intros. I'm going to stick away from like the motorsport, like the sports sports side, as in like F1 and all that. But I am into like motorsport, as in I do some like racing stuff and all that. So that's kind of cool. I've done like sim racing, like dodgy home-brewed sim racing like on an xbox nothing too much and then i started doing a couple of track days this year so that's happening but um sav how did you actually get into motorsport like f1 and others because we'll get into that so i mean i've always loved cars my growing up my father had everything from Porsches, BMW, I say everything from, they're all German cars. I'm a German car gal, occasionally a Japanese car gal, but generally speaking, a German car gal, really. Uh, I've only ever had Audis, VWs, and what else have I had? Oh, I've got a Mini now, which depends who you ask, whether that's British or German. Um, I love Minis. My dog was named after the Mini Cooper. I am so jealous. Love it. But... um, yeah, my grandfather was a marshal at Browns Hatch, uh, I believe before I was born. But he was always really into my sport, really into F1. My mum, not interested. So instead, what would you do? Pick up the eight-year-old, stick him in front of the TV. And it just fascinated me. And it was, yeah, it was about eight. Lewis's first championship winning year. Super exciting. And to be fair, my whole family got behind it. It was just this whole kind of British winner type vibe. And um, yeah, Lewis and I have the same ethnic heritage. Our families are from Grenada, which is super exciting. So two birds, one stone, really. Uh, That's how I kind of got into it. And then it sort of just went a bit mental after that. And I decided to, I was like, oh, I've got a bit of free time. So maybe I'll watch a bit of this. And then someone goes, oh, have you seen this? I'm like, oh, I'll try watching that. And then 
someone's like, oh, like, have you seen this? And then I'm like, okay, I'll watch that. And then I don't really know what happened, but then I end up working at Silverstone last summer for the Classic, which is now the festival, Silverstone Festival. Uh, so that is actually next weekend. I'm not going to be there this year. Quite sad. Side note. Um, but yeah, being there, then someone's like, have you seen this? Have you watched this? And I was like, oh my God, no. So now I've watched everything. I couldn't choose any other way. It means social life takes takes a bit of a, a turn for it. At least that's what I found in mine. But then at the same time, it's like, oh, well, I can watch cars going fast. Mix both together, bro. You know what? That's what I've been trying make, to do. Make racing found... your social life. <laughs> the thing is, that's possible when you're in the UK. See, oh, side note. True. If you've seen our description, you'd notice that the podcast says from both sides of the globe. That is because I am an Australian residing in Sydney. And I say that while I'm literally in the UK right now. However, I'm catching a flight back home tomorrow. Like 24 hours. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. To be fair, yes, my flight leaves at 9.30 and it is 9.20 right now. So like 24 hours on the dock. Sav, however, is UK and she will be in the UK unless she decides to actually take on her plans and come with me to Australia or apparently Scotland, but that's still the UK, so it doesn't matter. Mm, but I, I see Australia is the best. But yeah, so two sides of the globe for that. And um, But yeah, so how did I get into motorsport? Well, this one, mm, it's a little bit of a... Let's see if I can condense it. Because every time I talk about it, I feel like I make a long story longer. So both my parents, yeah. my mum and dad watched F1 before I was born. So I was literally born into it. At the start, I wasn't a big fan because I was like, mm, I don't see the appeal. The cars are going around. I'm fine. Give me some pick. <laughs> yeah, I just I just want to see that like big purple thing dance around now. That could be Barney or Poe from Tubby Tubbies. Whichever one. I want them both. Okay. Like I don't need to actually do five year olds watch that. I think I was a bit more mentally stimulated at five. I don't know. Anyway, I just know I didn't want to watch Swinging. cars. However, I got to like probably around the same thing, eight, nine, ten ish, and all of a sudden Sebastian Vettel popped on the screen, right? Now, this time, my parents were big, like, Lewis Hamilton fans, okay? They were like you. However, they were the obnoxious type. So I was like, I don't like what I'm hearing. This isn't making it interesting. I don't particularly care for him. I wasn't a hater. I wasn't a Lewis hater. But then this German boy popped up, right? And he's ruffling my parents' feathers. And I'm like, oh, this is better. And then I go on YouTube. Like I said, I was raised on YouTube. I wasn't a joke. This is what made me fall in love. Is all of a sudden, I came across something called F1 funny press conference moments and I was like yes I'm gonna watch that and you know who popped who was in that for like 60% of the videos Sebastian Vettel because that man was is will forever be funny as hell so I was like I Honestly, like him I choose if, him if I ever fall out of love with Formula One or if I'm ever sitting there and the race is just not doing it for me I will genuinely go back and just watch the clip that said gentlemen a short few back to the past and I will sit there and I will listen to the same 15 minute interview question that I have heard so many times just for Seb to be like sorry can you repeat it and then I'll watch it again and mm -hmm. I fall back in love with the sport that's been a part of my life for the last mm -hmm. have 15 odd years yeah, so that changed a completely boring sport in my head to, oh my God, I am personally invested now because I want that little blonde German boy to win. So it was both out of spite and out of love and out of entertainment. And yeah, fell in love with it. And from there, same thing, Sav, like you just noticed something else. You're like, oh, I want to watch that. I want to watch that. I like the racing side. That's cool. That's cool. Oh no, now I don't have time 
to like live, but it's okay. Uh, but yeah, so that's how I got into motorsport. I think I did that the quickest I've ever done, but it was still long, but that's okay. Uh, okay. But um, on that, like I said, we watch a lot of things. Sab, what is your favorite category to watch though? If I had to pick uh, Formula E and Carrera Cup GB, I don't think I could choose between those two. Like, I can narrow it down. Like, I love Formula 1. I love touring cars. I love everything else. I couldn't choose between Carrera Cup, GB, and, and Formula E. I just couldn't. You know what? I, I get it. I get it. If you have never watched Carrera... Actually, it's funny because they're, like, completely opposite things. Carrera Cup, they're amazing because if you see them in real life, A, they've got, a like, a full grid. Racing's good, but they sound amazing. Like, they are proper Stunning. race cars. Oh, you can feel it in your bones. But then you've got like Formula E on the other side that are like silent but deadly, I'd say. <laughs> like they're quiet. Yeah, but they're like racing plastic people. hitting each other when they crash and you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, you can hear that from a mile, especially when you go to Formula E and it's indoor. You hear like a crash of like plastic kind of like hitting each other and you're like, it sounds like What's crashing. Yeah. It's just like crunching in. But yeah. Well, yeah, you know what? I kind of. Formula E, I've always loved Formula E, but these days it's kind of growing on me that, like, when people ask me what my favourite series is, you know what? I'm getting close to saying Formula E, but I'm still going to back Formula 3. Formula 3, and you know what? F1 Academy, I'm so excited for it that I think I, like, I know it hasn't really taken off, but I think I'm already in love with it, just from what I'm imagining. I'm like, yeah, I might be building it up in my mind to be completely disappointed next year, but yeah, I'm going to say Formula 3, F1 Academy is going to be next year. I can see it. I am manifesting that, uh, but Formula yeah. E isn't that far behind. Yeah. And then on that, then I'm going to also ask, so favorite drivers. Now, there are, I know there are so many. No comment. There are so many. I'm going to give you three that you can name. Now, if you want to know, um... comment, you can give me just three that you somewhat like. But I'm going to go with my top three. Um, Sebastian Vettel, forever and always. Oscar Piastri. Yep. Love that dude. Oh, no. Why did I do this to myself? Exactly. Oh. Really short yourself in the foot. That's why I don't want to do this. Oh, no. Pick a different you know series. I'm, I'm going to just name a, a handful that I like from across multiple categories because you know what? I can do what I want. <laughs> it's our podcast. <laughs> so, so Oscar Piastri, Alex Albon is up there. Like I didn't particularly care about this man. Then he came to Williams and he did amazing and he's doing amazing. I'm like, yes, yes. Do that for my team. Um, Max Gunzer and Sasha Fenetraz from Formula E. Oh, love, love them. Uh, former two, Victor Martins. He's, he's going to get that chance. He will. I, I know he will. And uh, F1 Academy, um, we all like Bianca. Like, who doesn't love Bianca? But, yeah. Fair. I think I think that's... Uh, you asked me for my top three. I'm not giving you my top three because that's just harsh. <laughs> um, but I'm going Mask and Hunter, Adam mm-hmm. Smalley, mm-hmm. Tom Ingram. Mm-hmm. Love that. Love it. I did that without picking Formula One drivers. I don't want people coming at me. But yeah, I'm going for those three being my favorite. Love that. Yeah. No, I think I've heard those names before a couple of times, especially the first one. All the time. All the time. We, <laughs> Max, like, we had, okay, I'm going to put this story into there, but we oh, knew, no. we've known each other for 
over a year, just over a year, but we only met each other in person like two weeks ago. That was because we somehow, we first came to know about each other last year when the London E-Prix happened because I was going alone, well, Sav was going alone, and somehow this group chat and Girls on Track started with all these girls going, I'm going alone, can we meet up? And we were all in that massive group chat of like 30 people. And somehow that 30, there ended up only being a few of us that were quite active, ended up in a smaller group, and me and Sav were a part of that. Unfortunately, Sav didn't attend that year because, was it train strikes? Train strikes, bruh. Love that. What has changed? Nothing. So we didn't get to meet, but we still kept talking. And we also worked together on a project called Racing Rolls. Uh, shout out Racing Rolls if you don't know what that is. If you want to work in motorsport, that is the place to be. But yeah, so we worked on that together and, you know, it just kept going. And then we finally met each other because I came back to the UK and we were like, we're going to the Formula E. We finally got to see each other and we clicked. And the way everyone cared about Jake Dennis, Nick Cassian, all the title fights, and we were just there like, where's Max? Where's Max? Oh, he's in 17th? Oh, no. Oh, my God, there's Max. There's his garage. Like, we were like, yeah. And it just it just worked. It was the same in the pit lane. Like, when we were in the pit lane, everyone's, like, running to Jake, and that was super exciting. But in my head, I was like, Jake Dennis is English. I, I can bump into this man. I think that was my logic. Who knows? <laughs> and there were a few people sort of around the Maserati garage, and we just beelined for it. Mm-hmm. Like, that was where we were going. Straight yeah. from Maserati. Went and like chatted to a bunch of the team, which was super cool. Um yeah, basically. Yeah. We we beelined for Maserati is what we did. Yeah. <laughs> we definitely did. And it was so worth it. Got to meet him. Cheeky plug, but also it it fits. I'm on TikTok. I make TikToks. My uh username is Formula Shanna. If you go on there, you can see the best video. I've ever Sav has ever had of her life. Use for clout, I did. Is what happened. <laughs> Sav was there getting her autograph and her photo by Max, and me being the best friend that I am, but also the internet addicted person and phone addicted person I am. I was like, I'm going to record this moment because I know I want this moment recorded. So I went there. There were people all around. I stuck my hand up. I went in the most awkward position I could. People were staring at me, but I was like, No, I'm going to capture this for my bestie. Um- you are definitely making me sound like this, like, crazed 13-year-old, like, One Direction like I'm type sounding like the crazed one. Fun. Like, <laughs> it wasn't quite as dramatic as it sounds. I think, I, I think I'm I sounding just, like the crazy like, oh. one. It's okay. I'm making this more dramatic than it is because I'm like, oh, my God, I must get this for her. But it's fine. Um, you, know what is, you know what is crazy? What we got the drivers to get signed, and that was a T-shirt that said, Sex, drugs, and sustainability. Sex, drugs, and sustainability. Which to this day, you know, and I think forever will remain the best thing you could take to get signed at a Formula E race. Tell me it's not. 100%. Right. So true. <laughs> oh, God. All right. I think before we run into too much about Formula E, because I think we can touch on that in the next episode, shout out, not shout out, sneak peek, we are going to film another episode straight after this. So if you're listening to this, Go and listen to episode one because it probably is up. And if it's not, oh, well, it will be in a bit. Uh, so I guess a little plug, Sav, anything you want to plug yourself? Uh, No, because I don't make content. But go watch Carrera Cup GB if you don't already. Love that. Love that. Well, I'm going to do a plug. I already told you that I have my TikTok. It's formula underscore Shanna. It's on Instagram and on TikTok. I make a lot of content. Is it good? That's for you to decide, and you can tell me. You know, comments are always open. And but uh, other than that, go follow 
Beyond the Track podcast on all socials, on Instagram and TikTok. And you'll find this on Spotify. If you're listening to this, you definitely have to listen to episode one and every episode we do after that. So yes, go follow Beyond the Track podcast on all socials and we will see you soon. Hope you enjoyed. Let's get on to the next episode.